How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is the Unapplayable Podcast, Sam Ferris here, and today we are lucky enough to chat to Australia Vice Captain, the world's number one test bowler, Kolkata Knight Rider Spearhead, and aspiring male model, Pat Cummins. Welcome, Pat. <laughs> G'day, Fez. Thanks for having me. Um, not sure about the aspiring model part, but I'll take it. Yeah, thanks, mate. Are you saying you've advanced beyond aspiring? Um, I don't know, actually. I, it's not really... Yeah, I wouldn't class myself as a model, but... You have, so I'll take it. Aspiring. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later on. There's been some interesting revelations in that space. Uh, <laughs> Pat is speaking to us from Abu Dhabi, where you're participating in the Indian Premier League. How's it been so far? It's been good, thanks. Yeah, we're um, here in Abu Dhabi. Um, most of the teams are in Dubai, but it's it's been good. We've played nine games out of our 14, and season's going along well. It's a bit different to the normal IPL, um, where you've got big crowds and um, you're on a plane every second day. We've kind of set up a bit of a base at this hotel and just travelled to the grounds from here. So it's um, it's actually been really good. We've got a great bunch of um, guys in our team. Um, you know, all the coaches are great and most of the players are actually quite young. So there's plenty of energy around and, um, yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. It's, it's been good, a lot of fun. Take the fans through what it's like in the hub over there and what it's like mixing with players or your opponents more often than not. Yeah, it's well, first of all, we've basically got a side of the hotel just blocked off for us and, you know, maybe five or six hotel staff. And, yeah, we get tested every few days. Uh, we're not allowed outside our, our little bubble other than to hop on the bus to go to training. So it's really safe. So we, we really don't see anyone other than our teammates and, and our coaches. In terms of... Yeah, getting to know um, a lot of the mainly um, you know, local players, Indian players, it's, it's great. They've, um, you know, such a diverse range of backgrounds. Um, you know, a lot of them are, are really young, you know, only 19, 20 years old, um, you know, starting out their careers. And then you've got some guys like, you know, DK, Dinesh Kautik, who um, he's, he's been playing for a long time and I've played a lot against him for, you know, playing for India. So it's, it's great to share some notes and, and tell some stories and, um, you know, same with the the other international boys, Owen Morgan and um, you know Brendan McCullum as coach, and Lockie Ferguson played against these guys quite a lot. So it's um, yeah, it's good to be on the same side for once. Was it strange sharing the flight over with Owen Morgan, who you just spent the previous couple of weeks battling hard against? It was strange. Um, yeah, obviously a pretty um, you know well fought tour, and then the next morning there's about. 
20 of us, uh, 10 Aussies and, and 10 English, um, you know, on that flight together, sitting next to each other, helping each other with bags and stuff like that. So it was, it was a bit odd, but it's, um, you know, everyone knows everyone pretty well these days. You, you play a lot of cricket against each other. So, um, yeah, it would have been a bit strange if it was uh, someone I didn't know that well. How good did Lockie Ferguson play the other night in that Super Over win? Australian fans only got to see a glimpse of him in that test summer. Unfortunately, injury ruled him out pretty early on in that test series. But, uh, geez, he put it on for you guys in the KKR colours. Yeah, it was amazing. He uh, got five for the match, um, three in the main <laughs> game, two in the Super Over. Um, so made sure he held up that ball to the, uh, to the fans. He... Uh, yeah, great. Um, you know, he bowls fast. He's got really good slow ball, great skills. And you know, the most impressive thing for me was that obviously six months away from cricket um, during the, you know, the, the lockdown, but also he hasn't played a game this tournament, but he's, you know, trained really hard, worked really hard. So when he got that chance, he was, he was right to go. And yeah, absolute um, gun out there. Um Great catch to uh, save six as well in the final couple of overs. Um, so he had a, a proper, complete performance. So I was um, you know, really happy for him. He, he, he bowled beautifully. Pat, the numbers show you've taken three wickets in nine games at 93 runs apiece, but numbers don't always tell the story. So how do you reckon your bowling is going? Yeah, I've actually been relatively happy. Um, I feel like, yeah, my rhythm and the ball's coming out quite quite nicely. Just, yeah, haven't got the wickets, which sometimes can happen in this format. Um you know, some days where you, you bowl well and you don't take a wicket, and other days you bowl poorly and you take three or four. So, um, yeah, it's just the nature of the game. I, I feel like I haven't put together a complete, um, you know, game yet. There's always a couple of balls every game that you kind of wish you could have back. Um, but each game, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. And, um, yeah, as a whole, I've been, you know, really happy. My, my role mainly to date has been to bowl quite a lot in the power play and up front. Um, so I feel like I'm I'm doing that role pretty well. Just, um, yeah, we'd, we'd always love to have a couple more wickets. Did you feel any extra expectation given what KKO paid for you at that auction? Uh, I mean, I'd say no, but but of course there probably is um, deep down. Um, you know, I think any professional cricketer puts a lot of pressure on themselves to try and do well. Um, the staff and, and players here have been brilliant in, um, you know, identifying, you know, this is a long tournament. It's... Um, yeah, relax, do your thing. You don't have to impress every single game. It will come. Um, so they've been great. But, yeah, of course, it's, it's something I want to do well. And um, You know, I've only played a couple of IPL seasons and feel like I haven't really, um, you know, had that big breakout season or, you know, a few games. So really keen to make an impact. And, um, yeah, hopefully it will come. Um, yeah, feel like bits and pieces. It's all come together. So I just need that, that, that role of a couple of good games, I think. It's a badass game anyway, Paddy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it always has been. <laughs> well, just speaking of, of the batters, you uh, had pretty good first-hand experience of A.B. de Villiers uh, a couple of games ago. I mean, this guy doesn't seem to age. Is he still one of the hardest batters to bowl to? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he retired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's a superstar. Um, yeah, I, I actually think he's probably the, the best batter I've ever bowled to. Um, you know, in all formats, he's uh, just flick a switch and just hits the ball so cleanly. And yeah, there's no weaknesses. You know, some batters might be strong if you bowl at them, but you can go wide. He still just middles everything. So um, yeah, he's a class act. He's he's one of those guys that could be the 
you know, someone bowling 180 kilometres Yorkers and he'd still find a way to hit him for six. So you, you got to stand back and just applaud him sometimes. Some of the innings is that he's played so far this tournament, he's um, he's almost single-handedly won them a few games. So he's a class player. Um, yeah, half of me is kind of uh, glad that he's retired from international cricket. The other half is a bit like, geez, I think uh, we miss out on some, something pretty special there. Yeah, absolutely. Any other players around the tournament that have stood out for you? Uh, I think, um, you know, from my being a biased fast bowler, um, you know, I think there's been some really good performances. Obviously, Boomer is always, um, you know, class in this tournament. I think Rabada and um, Naughty, uh, Naughty? Nokia. Can never get his last name. Norky, that's it. Um, bowling for for Delhi, um, kind of in unison, have, have been, you know, really impressive and, um, you know, Jofra Archer, he's he's done uh, really well, like he normally does. So, um, yeah, from from an Aussie point of view, I think Stoinis, um, yeah, has been brilliant. Um, not only he's batting, you know, he's been banging them all around the park, but also he's bowled some really important overs and some match winning overs. So, been really happy for him. And I think, yeah, all the Aussies that have played have contributed. You know, Steve um, Smithy played a good knock the other night. Davey's always consistent. Um, I'm sure I'm missing out on a few few other names, but um, yeah, I think it's one of those tournaments where you, you can't expect to be super consistent in every single game, have a, have an unbelievable game. But over the course of you know ten games, most of those hopefully will be pretty good. I think yeah, everyone's done that. Yeah, well, you were bought primarily for your bowling, but your batting seems to have gone another level. Striking at 162 this comp, and you had a quick fire 53 against Mumbai. What's been the secret? <laughs> uh, I don't know really. Um, I worked quite quite hard on it in um, lockdown. In you know, back in New South Wales, we had quite a lot of time, and I knew at the end of that we had you know, three or four months of of only white ball cricket. I feel like in the last few years, I've been playing you know, a lot of test matches. So I feel like I've turned into a bit of a blocker at times that I've lost the, the swing and the, you know, trying to hit the ball hard. So um, that was really my focus for a few months, just trying to get back to swinging um, the bat a bit harder and, and finding a shape. And um, yeah, fortunately, it's, it's come off with a few runs. So um, it's good fun actually um, being out there and, and batting. I've... I've um, yeah, I feel like I've spent most of my time batting the last couple of years kind of blocking the swinging ball and trying to survive. So it's good to go and try and hit some fours and sixes. Among the fast bowls cuts out, is there any trash talk about who bats higher in the order? Because you've been ahead of Mitch Stark for the last couple of years. I mean, there there always is, but it's, it's um, you know, we, we saw Starkey in, in England hit a six off the first yeah. ball he faced to, to win the ODI. So... Um, I don't think there's too much difference, to be honest. I think there might be uh, horses for course to some games. He might slot up to eight. Other games, I might slot up for eight. But um, right, as long as someone's scoring runs, none of us are too fast. Well, FYI, <laughs> your average is 26 at number nine and 14 at number eight. So uh, get into Tim Payne's here and ask him to stay at number nine. Yeah, maybe number 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's uh, Nathan Lyon territory. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> As vice captain, maybe you could do something about it if something happens to Tim Payne. Uh, you could uh, promote yourself or demote yourself if you are the man in charge. <laughs> Number 11, get Joshy Hazelwood up there. <laughs> if you were, and let's hope it's not the case, but if you were captain this summer, what would be one thing you'd change straight up? What's the first thing you'd change? And you can make it as big or a little as you like. Hmm. 
trying to think. It definitely involved getting the fast bowlers. Maybe if we're batting yep. on like, you know, day two or three and we've done a good job and we've bowled out the other team, the bowlers get a lie so we don't have to turn up to the ground till you know, Joshy loves his sleep. So maybe Joshy can sleep until 10, 30, 11 o'clock and then you know, mosey over to the ground whenever he feels like it. I feel like that'd be a good reward. Yeah. I don't think you'd be enforcing too many follow-ons as captain. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> well, hopefully nothing happens to Tim Payne and he remains captain this summer. But have you spent any time thinking about the summer ahead? You've got a big series up against India coming up. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, it still feels. I don't really know what to expect in, in some regards. Um, you know, obviously it's starting to get a schedule together, but we, you know, how exactly that looks like, um, we don't know. You know, most years, if there's a, a week or so in between games, we can try and pop back home um, and, and spend a couple of days with family. Um, don't know what the case is this year. Hopefully, family can come in. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's one side of it. And then the cricket side, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited, to be honest. Um, you know, I haven't played a test match since last summer. And, you know, India, you know, great opponents. Um, had a really good series against them, you know, a couple of years ago that they unfortunately um, won. So we've got a lot to, to try and play for and get that back. But, um, yeah, test cricket, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it all. Yeah. From what I've heard, both the Indian and Aussie players will be catching the same flight to Australia after the IPL. So how weird is it going to be to take them on, basically having lived in each other's pockets for two months already? Uh, yeah, I think we're, yeah, we're used to it. To be honest, when we were in India, we normally share a flight with the Indians. Um, you know, every second day after an ODI, I would fly off together to the next venue. So it's not new territory. Um, yeah, everyone's pretty competitive. So I don't think you see too much friendly um, friendly stuff once we get on the field. It's, it's normally pretty serious competition. Well, you'll know from experience, who gets seat 1A on those flights? Who gets the, the best oh, seat? I think you can probably guess who gets seat 1A. <laughs> was it? So was it? Captain of the <laughs> well, I was always wondering if it's, you know, Steve Smith or a, or a Virat Kohli, but uh, I guess we know Virat gets the number one seat. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's his contract. <laughs> and speaking of Virat, you've had a bit of success against him. I think there was a, a while there you used to get him out in the first handful of deliveries you bowled at him, but uh, he might have balanced that out a little bit since then. So give us your best Glenn McGrath impression and call out how you're going to target this summer. Well, I did this jokingly last summer and I, I reckon I got about a million tweets from um, Indian players, uh, or Indian fans, sorry. So I, I won't be that silly again. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to go very very straight down the line and just say all of them. They've got lots of good players, so um, no one in particular. Right. Clem McGrath would be gobsmacked if you heard that. We'll talk about it off-air. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so at the time of recording, uh, this is Monday, uh, international schedule is yet to be confirmed, but it looks like Adelaide might host the first test match, which means Brisbane might be the last test of the summer. Does it matter to you? When or what order the tests are played in? Uh, not overly. Um, the only thing I'd say is I think uh, January in Brisbane's pretty hot, it's hot and humid. So um, it's always nice to play that in kind of yeah, late November, early December, but not to be. So um, no, it doesn't make a huge difference. Um, yeah, it's great that we can have four different venues, and um, I think the cricket will be pretty much as normal. Um, 
you know, don't know whether it'll be crowds or, you know, what that kind of looks like. But, yeah, looking forward to a day-night test match against India. Haven't, haven't um, obviously played them in one. And then, um, yeah, the two kind of traditional tests of, of Melbourne, Sydney, followed by, you know, Gabba, where we, we really enjoy playing. So, um, yeah, look forward to it all. How big of an advantage is that day-night test having you guys played so many in India? I think they've only played one or two maybe. I guess each each test we speak about, um, each day-night test we speak that it, it's a bit more of a random anything can happen um, in terms of timing's really important and sometimes it's out of your hands. So you, you might be sent into bat under lights and it's really tough going, but then the next morning you get through that, suddenly it's the ball gets soft, there's not much happening. And as a bowling side, it's really hard to, to try and make an impact. Um, in saying that, our, our record's really good. So I think each time we play it, we we know in the back of our mind that, um, you know, in some ways it's a bit of a, a leveller, the, the day-night test, but our record, you know, is really good. So looking forward to it. It's, yeah, it's, it's slightly different. It, it moves in different waves, I feel, the, the pink ball test, um, which is exciting as a, not only as a player, but a fan. You feel like if you can hang in there, you know, there might be really difficult times, but if you can hang in there, suddenly it changes really quickly. So looking forward to it. And um, you know, other than that, the, the spectacle of playing Adelaide Oval under night is always you know, quite amazing. It's going to be a different test summer, Paddy, no matter what way it looks. Reduced crowds, probably not going to be full house crowds. You're going to have the, the bubbles or the hubs, biosecurity everywhere, no high fives. Uh, and you're going to be shining the ball in different ways as well. How have you been shining it? Uh, first of all, in the UK, and do you shine it at all during the IPL? Uh, not really, um, only because a white ball doesn't really shine. Um, it's yeah, it, it's so different to a red ball. Um, I don't know, it gets scuffed up, and yeah, a bit of a dry shine just on on the trousers, but really doesn't do anything. It doesn't really swing once it's stopped. Uh, once it's not new, so um, yeah, I really bothered to be honest. But bowl as many cross seamers as. Ball's trying to swing it. But, um, yeah, I'll have to speak to the Shield boys. Obviously, they've played a couple of rounds with these rules, so see what works and what, um, what they've found difficult. Well, for the first time this summer, we're going to bring back play it or leave it. So, Paddy, I'm going to bowl you a scenario. In this case, some hypothetical rule changes, little tweaks, more like it. Uh, and if you don't like it, leave it. But if you like it, play it. And this one's all about shining the ball this test summer and as we know you can't okay. use your face or arm sweat or saliva to shine the ball I think you can use like back sweat or <laughs> tummy sweat I'm not sure but nothing on your hands or face or arms or anything like that so we've got some real tweaks uh, that should keep the bowls in the game so I think you might like these okay alright first up two new balls that's it so no new balls for rest of the innings but from each end a new ball for the entire innings play it or leave it Leave it. Don't like it? No, I don't like it. Um, yeah, sometimes a, a new ball's, you know, it's good day one. Sometimes it seems around, but if the wicket's flat, sometimes a, a new ball's, um, you know, hard work as a bowler because it's, it's really, you know, it's rock hard. Um, doesn't necessarily swing that much in Australia. Um, so once it's kind of got through five or ten overs, um, that's your little window to try and make an impact. But then from 10 overs till 40 overs, you know, 50 overs, it can be pretty hard going. It doesn't really swing, doesn't reverse and the ball's quite hard. So it pings off the bat. So um, yeah, always hear the commentators calling for 
taking the new balls and things like that. But yeah, it's it's not always um, the best call, I reckon. Okay, this one's slightly more tactical. You can call on the second new ball whenever you want. No eighty over restriction, but you only get two new balls per inning. So the the one straight away, and then you can call on a second one whenever you want. But that's it. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna play that. Yeah, a bit more tactics. It'd be great in the pink ball test. You just call it straight away at night time. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Once the sun sets, thirty five hours in, get the new ball in your hand. I like it. Yeah, that's a good rule. But it only happened once. Can only call on it once. No third new ball. Well, you, you, you're struggling if you get to the third new ball anyway, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so regular laws are in place, but you know the umpires are pretty tight on when you guys throw the ball in from the boundary. They want to keep the, the throws up. So this time you can use a wicket square, except the pitch to rough it up. Play it or leave it. Yeah, I'd play that. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, it's to be honest in test matches it doesn't always so you get to you know a one day game or even a shield game where there's quite a few strips that are on the sideline so it's it's quite coarse and quite dry if you look at a lot of the test matches you play it's a beautiful square because that's the main event so a lot of the time it's actually there's not much to kind of scuff up the ball even if you do throw it in but yeah I like it I just figured if you can't use this saliva or sweat let the environment do the work for you. Yeah, I'm with you. I like it. Well, we've got two plays and one leave. That's not a bad strike rate. Now, Paddy, while the test series is going on, so too will the BBL. Any chance you'd be free to play some BBL games this summer? I know you'll be in lots of hubs and traveling everywhere and playing lots of cricket, but any chance might see you back in the Thunder Green this year? Well, on this, I heard a rumor last night, which you might know more about, is it true that if they're, if a bowler bowls a wide, it could be a free hit this season? I don't know that. That would be massive. Because if that's the case, I can 100% assure you <laughs> I won't be playing. Not happy with that rule at all. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I, I'd say probably not um, for this season. Um, yeah, obviously never rule out anything, but um, I, I think there might be a small window after the tests. Um, but to be honest, there's, there's every chance I won't even get to go home till then. So that's late January would have been, you know, away, um, from since when did we fly out early September or something like that? Late so August, yeah. Late August. So yes, yeah, you know, it's been since then that I would have slept in my own bed even once till kind of end of January. So, um, a couple of weeks might be quite welcome then. Um, before then we've, we've got another big test tour over to South Africa. So um, never say never, but um, yeah, this season as much as any, any other, it's um, it's pretty busy. Yeah, and it looks like they're going to have three international spots per 11 now, uh, which gives the fans in Australia something even more to look forward to. There's going to be some big names this summer and with three overseas players, you have to think the standard's going to jump up a notch. Yeah, for sure. I reckon that's a, a great um, great new rule change for this season, um, especially it's, um, yeah, it's, you know, you don't have to use it, but it's an option that teams can have um, to try and attract, yeah, you know, not only the best talent around the world, but also might give the chance for a couple of new guys that are just starting out their international career um, or, or haven't got a chance yet that might, um, you know, come over and, and give them a chance to, to show their wares. So, yeah, I'm excited to 
to see that there's always a couple of international guys that you not, might not necessarily have heard of who, who always have a real impact in this uh, in this tournament. So, yeah, wait and see. But I think that that would be good. I'll tell you what, a wide for a free hit, that's not fun. It's not fun for bowlers. Well, where, where do you draw the line? We might as well just, what's the, we might as well have a 30-meter circle as a boundary. I know. Hey, we said it was a batter's game, didn't we? <laughs> so, Paddy, about five weeks ago, and this is where we go back to the start of the show, you posted a few photos on Instagram which attracted a lot of commentary from some of your teammates. I think you know the one I'm talking about. For our listeners who may not have seen this, in one of the pics, you're sitting on the hood of a car, staring into the distance. You're lounging by a pool and you're driving the car, dressed immaculately, mind you, by some guy named David Jones. I think he likes to be called Jonesy. Uh, Marcus Doinus commented, what filters have they used on you here? Done a great job. Mitch Marsh, I've seen some things. Mitch Johnson, it's about time. Fast bowlers, good looks. And Kevin Peterson just put 22 laughing face with the tears emojis. Uh, is that just a bit of banter from the boys or do you reckon there's a hint of jealousy there? Oh, hint of jealousy. The boys have a weird way of showing their love, don't they? <laughs> um, that's all I'll say. It's Yeah, it's. I think I got a fair few private messages as well of that one. <laughs> a few of the other boys. Um, Joshy Hayeswood's always a funny one because he doesn't, well, according to him, he doesn't have Instagram, doesn't have Twitter or anything, but it's amazing. Within two minutes of posting that, Straight away, Josh, you get, you know, he'll be straight on the WhatsApp. Mate, what are these? So, um, yeah, it's something a bit different. Um, bit out of the comfort comfort zone, but I thought I'd give it a crack. Um, yeah, I think a few of the boys are asking me for uh, David Jones' number after that to try and get themselves <laughs> in on the. This is what I was talking about, the aspiring male model part. Have you got any uh, – you've done a little bit of it. You said it was out of your comfort zone. Do you prefer to be uh, running in on the whites instead of modelling them? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a great repertoire. I've literally got a smiley face or a face that doesn't smile, so there's not much else I can do. Um, much prefer out there on the cricket field. That's yeah, that's the easy part. Got the Zoolander blue steel – the yeah, Tigra, <laughs> all the same look but different names. Uh, yeah. you've, you've been to loads of photo shoots in your career. Uh, most of them are those headshots before the start of a tour or a series. So amongst your teammates, Aussie teammates, who's the best performer in front of the camera? Who really who really puts it on for the camera? Yeah, who shines? Um, oh, of course, Stoyney. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's always got a, a pretty tight haircut. Always got a nice tan. So he's got a bit of a glow on each year and, you know, beautiful smile. So Stoin's the one. Um, Zamps. Zamps is actually probably the only one that actually changes from shoot to shoot. If you look through us fast bowlers, we've done a hundred of these shoots and every single one is exactly the same. At least Zamps normally has a different earring or um, hairstyle for each one. So I'd say those two. Yeah. They like to, uh, well, they've got a bit of a bromance anyway, don't they? So they cut from the same cloth, those two. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. They're, um, yeah, real performers. Outstanding. Well, on that note, we might call stumps on today's episode of the Unplayable Podcast. Pat, thanks for coming on and good luck for the rest of the IPL and the summer ahead. Easy. Thanks for having me, Fez. Talk soon, mate. Don't forget to subscribe to the Unplayable Podcast and the Scoop wherever you get your podcasts and for all your cricket news, scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the CA Live app. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.